You're listening to the Market Experts Show. I'm Daryl Baskin of EXP Realty on your home for success, 105.7. Well, the eviction moratorium is over, so what does that mean? What's going to happen? Zach Inlow of Inlow, Inlow Law. Zach, bring us up to speed here. What are you seeing in the uh, tenant, landlord, tenant, and eviction process? Yeah, so I do a ton of landlord-tenant work on, on both sides, uh, more predominantly landlord base. Uh, and obviously this last year has kind of, uh, there's no precedent for it, right? I mean, there's the federal government came down and issued emergency moratoriums, and then it, they would be basically, they would vanish, and then they'd be re, uh, reapplied months later, to kind of depending on what the CDC said and, and whatnot. So what I'm seeing now is, is it appears that starting June 30th, uh, you can actually have a court date set where the landlord can evict you for failure to pay. Now, to be precise, over the last year, it was at least the norm was that the moratorium affected individuals who were unable to make payments, rent, rent payments, not situations where an individual's lease expired. And so there has been some confusion. I've been in surrounding counties outside of Tulsa County, which is my main area of practice, where judges have said the moratorium applies to all evictions. So essentially, people can live, have been able to live in some properties. In fact, I've had a client or two that have had individuals not pay rent, have been noticed that their, their lease agreement has been terminated and expired, and the judge will still not evict them based on the moratorium. In Tulsa County, that hasn't been the case, uh, but it hasn't been consistent because to the, to the judges, to the court's defense, there hasn't been consistency from the federal government. But long story short is, starting June 30th, approximately July 1st, evictions are supposed to go back to normal. The law is supposed to apply. And what that means is you can apply, you can do, you know, say someone fails to pay, you can give your notice to quit and then have them serve and have them show up to court within the statutory period. And failure to pay now is not going to be a defense uh, in order to not be able to be evicted. Now, I do expect there to be quite a bit of cascading effects of this last year to 14 months on evictions because there's going to be a lot of sympathy for individuals who can't pay, whether that's rightfully or wrongfully, as politics aside, the court has now had a year of giving a lot of sympathy, which I don't think the law necessarily would grant, that the actual textual application of the law. So we will see. Starting July 1st in Tulsa County, to be, pers- to, to be specific, I do expect evictions to uh, commence back appropriately, but I expect it to be quite a long line. In fact, I, I imagine they're going to have to devote specific resources to basic evictions. So uh, th- I, I think there's there's been a lot of discussion back and forth and, and heated discussion about you know compassion for the people who can't pay their rent, but there's also been abuse for that. And I, I, I'm sure you don't take necessarily any position on it as a law firm. You're there to represent your client under the circumstances. But landlords, obviously, uh, I, I have a lot of sympathy for landlords being one, that you no, gotta absolutely. pay your mortgage payment and you gotta be able to pay to, to have the lawn kept up so the city doesn't fine you for not maintaining your property and all these other things that come along, the trash service, et cetera. So do you have any comment on how you might see that working its way through the market and and how, how much of a, um, of a backlog or crisis we may be experiencing? Yeah, and that's kind of what I was alluding to earlier. You're exactly right. I mean, I represent landlord and tenants, and I I take a lot of pride in our law firm being relatively neutral to any person who needs legal services, whatever side of the coin that may 
may fall on. And a lot of lawyers are not like that, but I specifically like to be on both sides. I like to attack or defend, however you want to describe it. But over the last year, absolutely, I will say, uh, with a strong opinion that landlords have not been considered in this moratorium process. And I have a number of clients that have not received continued forbearances and yet have sought to maintain property tax, insurance, the yard, utilities, and the tenants are just out, out and out not paying. And in many instances, you're fully aware that they could pay. Uh, in many instances, they receive stimulus checks uh, or multiple but and, and or unemployment of which they're not making payments on. And so that has been unfair to landlords, I would certainly say so. But that's what happens when you have this really complicated federal uh, emergency order that applies down to states. And it's kind of to be, to, to be expected. So what I do expect, however, when things go back to normal is I expect there to be a continued sympathy where the law would otherwise not allow it for tenants uh, kind of continually putting landlords at disadvantage. Now, there's a lot of political commentary in there, which I'm not going to make a comment on, uh, but the law is clear. The textual law is clear. If you fail to make a payment on a property that you're a, a legal tenant on, then you're subject to eviction for failure to pay. How that comes back in effect next month, no one can answer. And I think it's actually going to be court dependent and judge dependent. So uh, I do take a position just because that's my job is uh, you should. Yeah, you, sure. you absolutely can. You absolutely should. I, I just have to maintain some neutrality. <laughs> obviously. Yeah. And, and so I, I look at it. There are fewer landlords than there are tenants. And obviously that's a that's a population difference. But we can't forget that our landlords are small business people. A majority of landlords are small investors, people looking to better their lives, make things better for their family and build some wealth through real estate and provide great housing for tenants and much of that being affordable housing. And we obviously, and this is where I would lean on the courts is to, to you know, make that possible so that they can stay, stay upright in their business and provide that, that housing. Because that right now, as we can see with the, the heat in the real estate market, that is becoming its own crisis, is having affordable right. housing. So interesting to see how this, this works out. Zach, talking to Zach Inlow, by the way, of Inlow Law, Inlow.Law, well, sorry, let, let me add too to your point about this is that, and I actually have a case on appeal right now where this was start, was part of the argument, which is that a continued failure to consider landlords' rights is only going to make rental housing more expensive because landlords are going to respond to a lack of effectiveness from the courts by requiring greater down payments or requiring more rent upfront to make sure they can cover their bases in case tenants uh, cannot continue to make payments over the six or 12 month lease. And it's only fair and reasonable for a landlord to protect their property interests. No, if they realize, or if they think that the courts won't do it for themselves. And so those kind of policy considerations have to be considered in balance and a failure to do so will really distort the residential real, the real residential rental property market. You know, you hit the nail on the head and it sounds kind of like the National Association of Realtors. They've, they've taken some heat on that, but I'll tell you as an Airbnb operator, until we, we held our properties off for a couple of weeks saying, we will not allow new people until we understand what is happening here with this ruling. This was late or early last year when we got into this. And so uh, interesting sense, things, yeah. interesting things happening. And uh, Zach, always great to have you on the show. Inlow.law, yes, Inlow Zach Inlow. Thank you. Thanks, sir. You're listening to the Market Experts Show with EXP Realty. I'm Daryl Baskin.